Hello, welcome back to the For Realzo podcast with Amanda and Jessica. Hi, everybody. So we're going to do another friendships podcast. Last week we did one with Zoe, our first guest, which was so fun. And um, afterwards I messaged Jessica and I was like, I feel like there's other things I didn't say that I want to say. So we're doing friendships part two. <laughs> and I, I wanted to, I titled it how to make friends for a specific reason. And that's because I actually Googled at one point how to make friends because I felt like I had no friends. And so last week we talked a lot about um, friendships and expectations of friends and, you know, what it's like for Zoe to have friends being her age versus us. And we, we realize there's a lot of similarities really um, in that you have to make the effort, make the connections. But I think Jessica and I have both experienced this um, in life because we've both moved several times and, yes. and we've both like just had challenges or we've both gone to a place and you recently told me a story, which I think you should share. We've both gone to a place or a room or an environment where we felt like everyone was friends except for us. Like we were the outsider and I know specifically for me, being a special needs mom, it's super hard to make and maintain friendships. And I wanted to just kind of like have this discussion because I feel like there's a lot of women who have really isolated themselves or feel lonely or feel like they just don't, they're not a part of the group or they don't belong for some reason, or they've moved somewhere like we had. And it's really been hard for them to make friends. So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on on the these challenges that we have as women and making friends? Well, I, I would say that as a child, I moved around several times um, in elementary school alone. Uh, my dad was in the oil industry, and so we moved a lot. Um, and it was much like I would compare it to being um, in, in the military. And um, so we would go to different towns, and I would have to make new friends all over again and then probably only for like two two to three years at a time and and it was um it was really hard at first but i it was almost like i adapted myself to that environment and learned because people having friendships having connections and people in general are important to me and they always have been um but i really accustom myself to this new this lifestyle and the, this way of having to be forced to make new friends um and i oh i i would say probably about sixth grade i didn't have any problems with it anymore and i could make friends i could sit down at a lunch table and make friends instantly um and i can do that still today i can connect i can be in a room full of people that i don't know and i'll walk away with three new friends um just starting conversation so i think um i think i just i would say it was an ad adaptation to uh, the life that i was living um, but i just don't have like i don't have that issue with making friends my issue more is um has been in the last couple of years is uh is like sticking with the authentic friends like the people who yeah actually are authentic and you know want to be around me and genuinely like me and care about me um that's it's really hard to find there. those it's yeah. hard to find those authentic friends i think 
yeah, I think it's true. I think it also depends on which type of community to, you move into. So if you move into a smaller town where people have born and raised there and you come in, you're more of an outsider. But if you move into like a bigger city where people are coming and going and people are looking for friendships, that impacts your ability to make connections easier. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's all about the environment or if you – the the not necessarily the city, but even the 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 events that you go to. So some of these events, there are certain people that have always gone to them, and it's the same people. And so then somebody new shows up, and they're not used to somebody new, and so you, you have that feeling of not being included. Yeah. But then there's other events that there's all sorts of new people coming and interacting and mingling, and then it's more comfortable. So it really just depends. So I think when you're talking about how to make friends, I think these factors need to be considered. And, and, and then are these groups, do they feel authentic and genuine? Are they something I want to make an effort to be involved in? And, you know, those are all things that I think are personal. And, and it also depends, you know, on, if you are kind of forced to do that, let's say maybe you work with these people or they work with your husband or whatever, and you kind of are forced to at least be considerate or respectful, even though you don't get that vibe from them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that as an adult, I have discovered um, that unfortunately uh, women tend to form cliques in the same way that they did when they were in high school. (laughs) Uh So, if you thought you were leaving that lifestyle in high school, you were wrong. <laughs> right. I know. But I want to hear um, your story. I want you to share your story about your coffee, your coffee group that you established and um, and how how that came about, because I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. So I really did Google how to make friends because I was like, you know what? I don't I had moved to Omaha, but I had been here several years. But and I had met people, but I just didn't feel like I had. Um, some people that I had met have moved away and I was kind of in this transition place of feeling like I feel like I've lost some friends and I don't have those deep connections. So I, I want to meet some friends. So I literally Googled how to make friends and a website came up that said meet meetup. It was called meetup. And I was like, well, that looks interesting. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I want to go join a book club or something where I can, you know, that's an interest of mine. I like to read. And so I looked at Meetup and I went to diff- several different events and they were very different. Um, and one of the ones that I went to, it, they were very strict. Like who, whoever was talking was the only person that could talk. And I said to the girl next to me, oh, those are cute shoes. And they were like, shh. like shushed me and I'm like and I said it whispered it quietly too I felt like I was in school and I was like okay not going back to that one and yeah so so you after trying several different groups and just not feeling like they were allowing me because I like to connect deeply with people and authentically like you like I like to have these deep conversations and really get to know somebody and I didn't they felt really superficial so I decided to create my own coffee group and I called it um, women's coffee and conversation. And so anyway, so I did it at first. I was just going to do it like once or twice a month. And then, then people would say, well, I can't go this weekend. And so I just made it every Saturday and the first month, like one or two people would come and it was fine. And, but then by the end of the, I think I did it for two years straight by the end, I think my last, 
sessions some people there was even up to 30 people that came at times and it was so fun and we would all just talk and it was all ages and connections and um yeah so that's my my story of like how to make friends and what i what i started out with none and then i made lots of great new friends and connections and um, it was just a great experience well, I, and I also I wanted you to share it because I also think it's a testament to what we as women seek out, what we want, what we're looking for, what we like and what we enjoy doing and how there's so little of that um, in existence. Um, and so when somebody starts a new program or starts something that appeals in that way, all of a sudden everybody wants to do it because it's exactly what we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, I think it also shows that it takes time to make connections you know it takes so the it took a while for the girls to come and for me you to get close to pe people to feel like you could have deeper conversations you know the first few times you're like oh hi you're where are you from and it's really just small talk but then as they repeatedly come and they come week to week and you see them more and you learn about their families and you learn about their lives the relationship gets stronger and like you said last week it takes that effort and I have a busy life. I, at the time I was working full time, I'm married, I have other kids and there wasn't always every, I did it Saturday mornings and there was lots of times I was like, oh, I just, well, I just want to sleep in or I probably should get the laundry done or, but I was, I committed to it and I was like, no, this is important. I told myself that I want to make connections. I want to invest in this. This is something I want to do. And so I didn't always feel like going, but I was always glad I did went at the end. I was always yeah. glad that once I did it and I got left, I was like, you know, I'm so glad I, I went. That was so important. And it, it's we feel like a lot of times as women that we can't do that stuff or we I felt guilty for leaving the kids with my husband every weekend. But then I was like, you know what? It's OK. It's it's like the kids are fine. It's OK for me to leave for a few hours and do something for me. And I'm going to be there the next morning. I'm there all the rest of the day. It's just a few hours of my day that I can do for me. And so that felt good, too, that it felt like I, I was taking care of me and doing something that I needed for my life and then not just for other people. Yeah. And I I, I think that COVID really um, it really reduced that connection for. Oh, yeah, because that's why I stopped. My, yeah. <laughs> that's when my coffee group ended. <laughs> well, oh. actually, a friend took it over after things opened up again. And I just haven't I decided to, you know, just kind of let her take it over and I haven't gone back. But yeah, I literally did it up until they were like, um, everybody needs to stay home. And then I was like, yeah, we probably should stop going to the mall for our coffee group because <laughs> we we at first started in Panera but it, we got so big we had to use the space in the mall like to, the food court yeah the food court because so, <laughs> there wasn't enough room in Panera so we had to That's like brilliant though yeah we had to push like a, but I would get there early and push all these tables together and the janitor ladies would look at me like what is she doing to my tables and <laughs> like I don't care like this is where I'm having my coffee group <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that um, it's like I said, it's just a testament of what uh, we're missing in our life um, and what we don't give our permission ourselves permission to do. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And I think for me, I just want to connect with the listeners who feel like they don't have a lot of freedom. They've 
really found it challenging to connect with other women or make friendships or just have moved somewhere and have never like I just hear I just see over and over and hear all over and over these women that really struggle with friendships and connection and I relate to that because I have struggled with that too you know even though I met all those people there was just a few that you really connect with and I think that's an important reminder is just that you know we think that that all these people are are deeply connected and have all these friendships but really there's just a few people and that's all you need to make the difference in your life one or two people that you connect on a deep level that you can relate to that you can share things with that makes or breaks your life happiness just to have those few people that are there for you right i mean it's that is a very true statement and as i get older i've discovered that um the circle gets smaller um but it gets richer it gets more um more just wonderful um and the relationships are tighter and more real than um than i've ever had at this point in my life and so I don't really look at like quantity anymore. Um, and I'm very picky about quality these days. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, I think that people who struggle with friendships, um, I know I did in my twenties, I did struggle with friendships, but it was because of what I discovered now I'm 46, but I discovered that I was putting too much emphasis and pressure on friendships. I didn't have tight connections in my early years as a child. Um, I didn't feel seen, heard, loved at the levels that I needed to. And I think once I got um, out of my family's house and into the adult world, I decided I was gonna have a different experience. And you, <laughs> the thing about friendships is you can't force them. <laughs> So you can't really say you and I are going to be best friends if they don't agree that they are <laughs> going to be best friends with them. Right. And so even though in your heart of hearts, you know that there's a potential for friendship there and a connection, if they don't feel it, they don't feel it. And there's nothing you can do about that. Right. <laughs> um, but I also felt like I, I needed these people in my life instead of it being a joy to have them in my life. It was more I have to have them in my life. I need to have these people in my life, these friendships and these connections. Um, and I was going about it all the wrong way. I was putting too much pressure on it, on them and on the friendship itself. I, you know, I was, it, it just wasn't, I wasn't in a good headspace for true genuine friendship at that point or that decade in my life. Um, and so I think as I got older, I started to relax a little bit more and I started to see the flaws that um, in myself that were causing me to either pick the wrong people or to stay in friendships that were lackluster or to um, to put emphasis on the wrong things in the friendship, you know, and as I started to identify all those things, I, I started to weed people out or people would weed me out or um, or I would just there was a period of time where I just didn't really feel like I had anybody really authentic and genuine in my life that, you know, really could understand me and relate to me or even cared. Um, and that's, you know, that's a really lonely place to be. But also, I think it's about a lot about perspective. And I think it's your mindset and 
how you're looking at your own self and others and your life. So true. And I think that's this that's really key to this. So and that's what I really kind of wanted to hone into this that just what you just talked about in this in this episode, because I think so many of us have at some point been in this space where we're that space that you're talking about where you just have a hard time connecting you feel isolated from people you just feel like you're not meeting people that you can relate to or that relate to you or get you and then that leads you into this mindset of I must just be somebody that people can't be friends with or and you start telling yourself these lies that we we talked about before where or maybe I just don't fit in anywhere or I'm just different from everybody else and I just I just struggle making friendships so all those things I just said are all things that we tell ourselves that we start to believe are true Mm -hmm. so then when we do have the opportunity to be around other women or people that we could be friends with we don't believe that we're worthy of it. We don't think it's possible. They don't, we don't think that they're going to show up for us. We don't think we're able to have these connections. And so we have this wall between us and people um, because we're, we're protecting ourselves because of whatever has happened to us in the past or fear of rejection that they're not going to like me. And so then it's just easier to play it safe. And yeah, so it's just a complicated, complicated situation. And I think it doesn't help that, like you said, there's women have had these patterns of clickiness or judgmentalness or not being nice. And so then I think you tend to shy away from that out of fear that that's going to happen again. Oh, absolutely. I think that that is a huge problem, especially um, at in our age group right now in our 40s. Women don't have time for that behavior anymore and they don't want to put up with it. And what they have resigned, a lot of them have resigned themselves to the reality that they would rather just not have friends if the friends are going to be like that. Right. Right. And, and so I see a lot of that. I see a lot of women who are just very, um, they're just really a little hesitant, hesitant to let you in or to open up. Um, And I think it's because they've had a bad experience at some point where somebody really turned on them and hurt them. And they just don't want that. And they would rather, they're like, I'm fine. I don't need, if you're going to bring drama to me, I don't need it. And so I would rather just be by myself. Right. But that's not healthy either. No. no, It's like saying that I had a bad marriage and so then I'm just never going to be in love again because it's not worth going through the heartache when it actually is worth putting yourself out there and connecting and finding a romantic partner again. But Again, it's another lie that we tell ourselves that I don't need that. Uh, Well, I'm fine by myself or I don't need this. But reality is life is about connection. It is about opening up your heart and letting people inside. But when you do that, yes, there is the chance that you're going to get hurt. But is it worth it? Totally worth it. Um, So I think that when we tell ourselves that uh, it's okay, I don't I don't need friends anyway. Or I mean, that just helps us cope with the fact that we just got our heart broken. But it's but it's really not being honest with ourselves because if you're really honest with yourself, life is about connection. Life is about friends and family and people in our life, and that's so important. And and you deserve to have that. Right, right. And I, I think that that's a, a, like I said, it's a mindset where you put yourself in the hole. Okay, I'm going to put a box around myself, and nobody can come in because I don't want to risk that happening again. 
Um, and so if you just change the mindset and you say, you know what, that was one incident, one incident, next time I'm going to be a better picker and I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in that scenario, right? Or I'm going to be able to detect the red flags early and I'm going to bow out as soon as I can and realize, you know, and then I'm going to be proud of myself for detecting that early and not getting sucked in. <laughs> and also just realize that, you know, it's going to happen. You know, and it's not fun, but no, very few people are meant to be in our lives forever. And I think I just told you this not too long ago, Jessica, but I was friends. We hadn't met in person, but we met in a fitness group like many years ago, like in 2015. And for like two or three years, we were in this message book together and we messaged. We did that was at the time it was called Marco Polo. I don't know if that app is still existing, but we did Marco Polos back and forth all day and we <laughs> talked and then they just decided out of the blue that they didn't want to do that with me anymore. And I felt so much rejection from that. And I was so surprised. Like I thought I have never even met these person in real life. And I thought that they were my friends, but I guess they didn't feel the same way. And it was so hurtful. And I didn't like that. I felt hurt. I was like, why can't, why is this bothering me so much? But I think we just have to realize that that is a part of life. Like, you know, we're, we're going to put ourselves out there and we, we may not get the job or we may not get the boy or we may not have the friends or, you know, but I think, I mean, I enjoyed the time that I had and I learned something from it and, it, and I would do it all over again because of the experience, but it wasn't fun to go through what I went through, but I, I don't regret it at the same time. Yeah. And I had, I had a similar experience. I lived in North Dakota for two years and I had um, this small group of women that I was friends with and we, I believed we were all friends and close and, um, they even threw, a, threw me a big, giant, you know, it was a birthday party with a Mardi Gras theme, and it was all surprise, and it was kind of like a going away party, too, because we were moving at that point back to Denver, and I thought we were all really close, and then, like, the minute I left North Dakota and got back into Colorado, I never heard from them ever again, and I reached out numerous times with to no, to no avail, and I was really, like you said, shocked, but I was hurt. And, um, but it, I got over it, you know, and it wasn't, um, the end of the world. It was just really, really hurtful for a short period of time. But as soon as you realize that it's not, it, it's not, um, the be all end all and that everybody's on their own journey and that things happen, they just happen like that. Sometimes that's the, that's the time that you can get in that mindset where you can heal faster from these types of things, but also be brave enough to put yourself in the same situations all over again. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, we could talk about like the changing, the changing of friendships too in this, in this podcast, because like you said a minute ago, people are not always meant to be in your life forever. And actually it's highly likely that whoever's in your life right now is not going to be there in 10 years right? Um, for, for whatever reason. And, um, and that it, learning how to flow with that movement in and out of your life like that without it being a tragic, like end of the world, you know, sob story um, and just understanding that this is the way of life and this is the way of the world and this is the way of people and people change. And, you know, and um, that's that is like step one to learning how to uh, put yourself out there and just make new friends at any point with no, no, wish, no, like 
things that hold you back? Yeah. I mean, we've, so we met when we were like 18 and we're now 45, 46. I and just turned 46. <laughs> and I'll be 46 soon, but, um, Oh my gosh, that sounds so old. But so anyway, <laughs> there was years of, that we didn't connect or talk as much. Um, but the the thing about us is that we just always kind of picked up where we left off. Like there was, even though there was a big space or gaps or periods of time or we had different things going on in our life, when we did talk, it wasn't like we were like holding anything against each other because the one or the other hadn't reached out. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, how have you been doing? You know, like we just picked up because we recognized that for whatever reason, that just wasn't, you know, we were living our life, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't the expectation that, that you had to text or call me all the time or. Right. Well, and we were going through so many different weird ebbs and flows and, and phases in our life that, neither one of us, there was a periods, periods of time where we couldn't really relate to what we were going through or, True. you know, you hated the husband that I chose and I stayed married to him for 10 years. So it's like, <laughs> how do you deal with that? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, so you're just like trying your best <laughs> to be my friend and support me. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's, it's, but you know, I never said that no, no, really no, you, like that. You did not. No, you <laughs> never you, did. But you you do maybe yeah. I, and I felt no that I way. didn't I didn't know but I suspected right and it wasn't a conversation we had it was just something that we accepted I made this choice you accepted it and you just stayed my friend um, and well and the I, same goes both ways you, I've also made choices you didn't agree with but we never told each other that we just supported right, each other right with, with whatever happened and I could absolutely never relate to your special needs mother role I could never understand or feel what you felt and I always felt like that I wanted to but I didn't and I couldn't and so I always felt like I couldn't really support you in in those in that way in your life and so I tried to do it in other ways to like make up for it but um, I mean it's just you just figure out how it works and you you make it work um, if it's valuable to you and then if it's not and you've decided that it's you know it's run its course then you let it go. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's good advice. And I think it's like you talked about earlier, just the expectations of people. Sometimes I think, um, and I, I do agree that, you know, there is the expectation of connections, but sometimes like your expectation that somebody needs to constantly like be doing things for you or it needs to be equal or you I did this so now they need to is not always fair and I think that impacts friendships as well sometimes you have to look you know look at yourself and just say am I being realistic or fair in this situation but it is tough it's a, relationships in general are complicated <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would always say my rule of thumb these days is that if I'm having an issue with someone I look I look within first that's the first place I go. I look within myself and see um, what's going on with me. And if, and then I'll ask someone that I trust, I'll give them the scenario and I'll ask them, um, what do you think about this? I, am I being crazy? Or, you know, what do you think about what happened here? And then they will always give me some other perspective or some other point of view that I didn't even think of. And then I make a decision at that point about how I feel about either the person or the scenario or the situation. 
yeah I always go in inward first and in the 20s in my 20s I used to go I used to always it was always the other person's problem it was the other person's fault and I was you know little miss perfect and it couldn't have been me <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that funny. might explain why I'm on my third marriage, but maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. <laughs> I think we all are guilty of that at some point in our lives. I think it's so. Yeah, I think friendships are similar to, you know, romantic relationships. All relationships are similar, but I think what I so I used to do a lot of online dating dating and I would people would tell me they were doing it. I'd give them this advice, and it's. 99% of the people that you see in the world, just think of your life. Like you go into work and you go in your job and go into the store and all these people that, or even in your family, the majority of the people that you interact and engage with are, are not your people. Yeah. The, and it's the same with online dating and it's the same when you're going out to make friendships and you go to these communities and these events. The expectation that you're just going to make all these friends and everybody's going to like you is unrealistic or you're going to go out on the all these dates and you're going to find the one is unrealistic you have to find your 1% you ha- and that takes a lot of effort you have to go on lots of dates if you're online dating you have to message a lot of different men or girls or whatever whoever you date it doesn't matter the whole point is it's very rare that you meet these deep right people the very first time you have to try going to different places and find your people find find the people that you connect to because it's it's just not it just doesn't happen right away unfortunately I mean it does for some people they just show up and happen to be at the right place at the right time and meet the right person but for the majority of us we have to try different events we have to try different clubs we have to try to to find the people that are the people that we connect with and it, it's it leads to like a lot of like frustration especially when you're dating a lot or you're putting yourself out there a lot and you just keep getting disappointed over and over but it's all worth it when you finally meet the right people absolutely but my number one and as cliche as this sounds my number one thing is are you your own friend are you your own friend? Because if you're not your own friend, how are you going to be someone else's friend effectively? Um, and it, I say it's cliche because they always say, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. And everybody rolls their eyes and they're like, oh, what does that even mean, right? But I, I've seriously been on this journey for about two years where I'm learning to love myself because I never did before. And um, I didn't even know it until two years ago. And so at the same time, you also learn how to be your own friend um, when you're learning to love yourself. And that causes you to be an even better friend to other people than you've ever been in your life. And you'll see as you progress through that journey, if you're on that journey right now, you'll see um, your friendships tighten and become more more deep but more meaningful and, um, and just light. They're like fun. It's not so heavy and dramatic. It's more like, let's go have some fun today or just hanging out with people for two hours. And you're like, I feel so good. Right. And that's when you know that you've made it. That's when you know that you've gotten to the place that I think I believe that relationships for humans are supposed to be like. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's like a perfect way to end this episode, honestly, because like I 
there's nothing like that is the best message that somebody can hear is to if you want friends and you want to make friends and you feel like the people that you keep meeting aren't right for you and they keep disappointing you they keep hurting you they keep rejecting you i would say this advice is perfect take a step back and and work on you know yourself and how you treat yourself and the expectations that you have for yourself and the way you talk to yourself the way you love mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. and then go back out and i can guarantee it would be a totally different experience yep definitely it, yeah, it's that's such a great message and such a good reminder. And I think it just like wraps up really this whole topic because it's just perfect. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all for our friendships talk. And um, any la final thoughts from you? Um, no, just don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life is about connections. Put yourself out there and you deserve to have friends and connections and it's so important. All right, everybody. Well, All right, so shine.